0: Good morning. Welcome to wreck wreck marriage. Boy, I've had trouble with that. I'm Dave Touchton.
1: I'm Susan Touchton.
0: Hey, we're going to do a little bit different today. Susan's going to start us out. It just, uh, God's put something on her, and so uh, here she goes.
1: So I've been doing, actually, a couple Bible studies. It just worked out that they're kind of going consecutively for a couple weeks, which is Challenging, but it's also really good. But something that really stuck out to me that I read yesterday, I just wanted to share and kind of get David's thoughts on, and then um, hopefully it will just cause you to think about faith differently. I'm going to say it twice. Um, Your level of faith will always be tied to your perception of God. And again, it's your level of faith will always be tied to your perception of God. You know, and that made me stop and think that a lot of times when I have faith, it's um, taking this house hunt that we've been going through, for example. I have faith that, um, and faith is. Um, believing what we hope for, not seeing what we can see and believing what we hope for. Um, And so I believe that God spoke to me when we went and walked around this property. I believe that he has given us several signs that we're supposed to be moving forward with this house. Um, and But then my faith wavers when there's a hiccup or things aren't going as quickly as what I'd hoped they would. And so I start doubting myself as to maybe did i did i hear god wrong maybe he this isn't supposed to be maybe dot 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 which one i believe is satan putting thoughts in our head because he does not want us to get this house because we are going to use it in ways to bring honor and glory to god that's a whole nother podcast and several weeks down the line before we get to share with what's going on on that side of it but I never really considered my lack of faith as being how I view God, my perception of God. I believe that God can do anything He wants to do. I believe that God can um, make anything happen that He wants to make happen. So a lot of times I'm doubting myself of, is this really God? Is, did I hear correctly? When what that is doing is doubting God, not necessarily myself. And I've never really thought of it that way. And so that was just a really um, something that stood out to me. Um, And and another thing, uh, one of my studies is uh, the purpose driven life, which I'm sure several of you have gone through. But one of the things this last week that it said was when you believe nothing significant can happen through you, you have said more about your belief in God than you have declared about yourself. So again, when you believe nothing significant can can happen through you, you've said more about your belief in God than you have declared about yourself. So take Moses for instance. Um, Moses doubted God when God called him through the burning bush to take the Israelites out of Egypt. He, I'm not. Oh God, I can't do this. I'm not. I, my speech isn't good enough. I don't know how to speak, you know, correctly. I don't know how to do this. Um, what he was saying was God's not capable of working through him, even though God is the one that chose him to do what he was asking to do. So I think it's interesting that when you know that God is calling you to do something and you have doubts um, and what we're learning is that that's a crisis of belief is doubting that God can actually do something that he's called you to do. Um, you're saying more about God that he's not capable. He's, he was wrong picking me than it is, um, just trusting that he called you to do it and he will bring you through it.
0: You know what? <clears throat> this is such a, my mind's spinning so much on this cause it's such a cool, uh, subject, you know, uh, I think of the book, 12 Ordinary Men. Um, and it's about the disciples. They they were stupid. They were broken. I mean, you know, uh, Paul was was killing Christians and then leading them to Christ. You got Peter, who was an idiot all the way through it. I mean, he had foot and mouth disease, where his foot always ended up in his mouth. But God used him. And, and it really... And, and, and not to get into a doctrinal thing, and that's not my point here, but we're Baptist. Born and raised Baptist. I've always been in the church. And, and you know, I, I think sometimes churches put God in a box of what he can and cannot do. And so in turn, a lot of this is learned. Because just because we haven't seen it, it can't happen. Um, I, I'm, I think of examples of every denomination, you know, from, uh, Pentecostal to charismatic. Well, the stuff they do can't happen. I struggle with that. I struggle with that greatly because some of it is all man-made. I don't doubt that at all, but some of it is God. Cause I, I mean, I think if we look back at our lives, babe, God has done some things that has been truly miraculous that we've never heard anyone else go through excuse me go through or do right and and i think sometimes what we've seen before limits what we think god can do and that's that's one thing i can think back over the last handful of years one of my Um, things is I'm not putting God in a box. I may not have been raised to believe that, or I may have never seen that, but he can make the universe, but yet can't do dot, dot, dot. I do struggle with some of the, um, you know, like with Baptist, there's, there's no prophets, there's no healing, there's no, mm, and here's my problem with that is, um, a lot say, well, this this is where it changed, but I don't recall anywhere where God said it will never happen again. Now, well, like with the flood, he said it'll never happen again. Right. That that's kind of an exact example. And I think so really what we're asking you for today, what I hear me and Susan saying is just because you never heard of it doesn't mean that God can't do it.
1: Well, and the Bible says that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if he did miracles and he allowed other people, his disciples to do miracles, why wouldn't he allow people today to do miracles as well? Again, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. But I think sometimes that we for- we don't trust That he's going to do a miracle. We don't believe that. And I think it's more self-doubt and self, um, well, I can't do that. Okay, then again, like I said at the beginning, you're doubting what God's capable of doing. If he is calling you to do something, then he will either give you the tools or make it to where you can do what he's calling you to do because he's called you to it.
0: Well, and I'm thinking back when we first started going through our crisis and God, God truly, probably one of the reasons why I no longer limit God is I didn't see any way that we would stay married. I, I mean, I truly, there would there was times I felt like there was no hope and, you know, God did some amazing things through our marriage, but, and then God gave us, gave me the vision that we would be helping couples and specifically that I'd be standing in front of 10,000 people speaking. And it it hasn't happened. So, is God unfaithful? No. Because we also felt like we were gonna help all these couples with churches. Well, what, what we realize now, looking back, is we were idiots and still broke and we didn't have the tools that God needed us to have to help people. And I think, sometimes, I think sometimes we get hung up in, I know I did, of, well, okay, God's not using us. There must be something wrong. He gave me this vision, but yet, and, and this comes back to God's timing. Mm-hmm. I, I think sometimes we assume that if you see something, I need to make it happen. That's my personality. Yes. So, okay, God showed us marriage, and we're going to do this. So, I mean, I'm like in. I'm like, okay, God, I got it from here. Just line us up a few places to go. And really, that wasn't, that wasn't the case. And it wasn't because God wasn't being God. It's because we didn't have the tools we needed to do it. And I, I think sometimes that's, that's where we, if God shows you something, where I ran into trouble was I took it on of, okay, God, I now know where you're going. I'm going there. When really God wanted me to be willing and available, not plan it all out mm-hmm. so that I didn't need God. All right. And I think sometimes that disappointment, when it doesn't all come together in my time frame, because I know God said this, then it makes me doubt God. Mm-hmm. When God never promised that. When when God's time timing's perfect, but we get eager or you know, sometimes when you really hear from God, one of the issues is all of a sudden it's like, okay, now I want it every day and I want to do da-da-da. So I'm going to. You know, guys, I've been in a lot of ministry opportunities um, over the years. Um, Some of them I forced. Some of them I waited on God. I can tell you the ones I waited on God and let him lead were successful in great ways. The ones I forced may have helped a few people, but really wasn't what I would call successful in the sense of it wasn't it it was kind of like a flash in the pan. And so I think sometimes we get so so caught up in the timing that we kind of lose sight that God's still in charge.
1: Yeah, I think that, you know, I think that's exactly right. We think that you know, we feel like God's called us to something and so we go right at it to to work at it. When it may be, you know, you guys got to keep in mind this process that David and I've gone through has been a span over eight, almost nine years, and he's changing us and he's molding us. And so, I mean, look at Moses. It took them 40 years to get through the desert because of disobedience. God's vision and message was still, I'm going to take the Israelites out of Egypt, but it didn't happen just like that you know it it's a process that some a lot of times i'm really really not very good at waiting on and i want so then i think maybe i didn't hear him correctly right maybe i was wrong in this um
0: and, and i think that and we kind of mold it then
1: right but and i think the best thing to do a lot again and i feel like I reiterate this every podcast we do is pausing and waiting to see him move. We have got to be in a relationship with Christ in order for him to say, wait, I'm still working in this. This is still going to happen. Let it happen on my timetable. Or he's going to say, okay, this is the time you need to go. This is I'm making the way right now. But if we're not connecting with him And if we just hear the call and not wait for him to show us how to get there, then we're going to put our own spin on it. Right. We're going to do it our way. And like David said, could it be successful? Possibly. It could fail miserably. It could be successful. But I can guarantee you it won't be as successful as it could have been had we waited on God to put all the details together.
0: Yeah, and I'm thinking uh, when, and you kind of brought this up, and I think we do this in our life. Follow me on this, and correct me if I'm wrong, babe. Oh, I will. When, when they come out of Egypt and wandered for 40 years, that was because they disobeyed God. God said, send 12 in. Mm-hmm to check the land. Two come back and said, it's beautiful. We can take it. The other 10 said, absolutely not. We're going to all die.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That's
0: and seems
1: uh, right, but yeah, yeah, I don't know.
0: But anyway, and my point is, sometimes we, it's not that God didn't fulfill his promise. It's not that God didn't do his part. Mm-hmm. It's that we didn't trust him enough to believe he could do it. I mean, you think of all the Bible stories where God conquered this, God did this, they, they went around the wall seven times and blew, you know, all of this stuff that makes absolutely mm-hmm. no sense to us. Mm-hmm. But here's what I found with God in, in everything we've done over the last eight years. I've never found God to be logical when we're walking forward. Now, when you turn around and look back, it was perfectly logical what God did, and you can watch His hand move. But when you're looking forward, and you're you're walking, you know, the thing is, you got to have faith in every step, mm-hmm. and you got to be okay with God changing it.
1: And I think too, something that keeps coming back to me, and and every time I read the story of Moses when they crossed the Red Sea god parted the red sea the israelites walked across it and then he made the red sea come back together and took out the egyptians and everything that was following them literally i believe a couple days later the israelites are in the desert and they are complaining because they don't have food even though they just walked through a sea on dry land and God brought them through that, they are complaining and say, we should go back to Egypt. How often do we do that? Because it doesn't look the way that we think it should look. We complain, and then we're like, well, I must have been wrong, or God didn't do whatever he said he was going to do. And that's not the truth. It's just a process.
0: It didn't happen the way you thought it should.
1: Right, and so... So therefore, we just either quit trusting God, because now I'm thinking, now keep in mind, um, my thinking from this side of the story is, okay, you don't have any food to eat. God, who just parted the Red Sea, I'm pretty sure if he can do that, then he can provide food. Are you calling on him to provide the food?
0: Well, and I think the manna fallen from the sky, they couldn't store it up. Right. Or it would spoil Right, And that, that goes back to God wants you to rely on him every day. Daily bread. In every step of what you're doing, where we don't like that. Absolutely. We we want a month's worth of supply, so then that way we don't have to worry about it and rely on God. We don't have to...
1: Because in my mind, I think, we'll screw it up. If I have a month's worth of supply, I will somehow screw it up. <laughs> Instead of just trusting God to provide daily, and and I'm honestly, that's a lesson that I'm learning because um, I think I've shared this before too is, you know, on some of our daily deposits, it's literally just enough to get us to the next day. When I'm stressing, thinking, well, at the end of the week, we need to meet payroll and we need to pay this bill and we need to pay this. Yeah, and you know, here it is Monday, and I'm already stressing about payroll on right. Friday when he's already taken care of the last Friday's payroll, and and when we get an abundant in, we always it's like we're money hungry and we're coasting. Oh, what can we buy now? What can we do this? Maybe we should pay this. Maybe we should. You know, and my mind starts reeling when God's just calling us on a daily basis to be consistent and to do what he's called us to do. He's going to provide enough for that day because he is well aware that we will screw it up.
0: Absolutely. And I think that I think that's kind of the moral of the story from us is you can apply this to your marriage. You can apply this to anything that is in your life, your kids, your, you know, because the thing is, we don't see any way possible how God's ever going to work it out, so it really must not be able to happen. And I think sometimes we get caught into that of, oh, uh, it, it, it's just going to take a miracle. Yeah. There's nothing that He can do, and and that's not true, but we're not willing to rely on Him.
1: Well, and the thing is, and this just came to mind, and other. I'm also, in the midst of my two Bible studies, reading another book called Win the Day by Mark Batterson, I believe, is who it's from. And it's basically, in a nutshell, taking each day as it is. There is nothing that we can do about tomorrow. There's nothing we can do about yesterday. Can we plan and and do things for the next couple of days? Yes, we can, but they're not guaranteed And just to, to live each day for today, you know, if there's a habit you're trying to break, or if there's something that you think God's going to do, but you're not sure it's just praying about it today and see what he does, you know, giving up that habit or whatever, just for today. And then tomorrow you work on just today.
0: Well, that's what I think of some of the guys I work with. And, and if I hear this comment once, I hear it every time. Oh, there's no hope. I don't see any way of this working out. There's no way. And it's like, okay, because you can't see a way, then God can't do it. Is that is that what you're saying? And I, I think it's one of those things that as as humans as we've kind of learned how to control our environment and then we really don't rely on God and let's be honest there are a certain number of people in this world that will not wake up tomorrow hmm. God never promised you tomorrow mm-hmm. and and I have plans don't get me wrong I'm not saying go without plans we have plans every day mm-hmm. but if I'm in a restaurant and get in a conversation with somebody and I feel like God's in it, I'll be honest with you. My plans are going to change. I'll spend an hour with him because my plans are not more important than his plans. He put that person in my life, that moment for a reason. And it may be the last moment I ever see them. Mm -hmm. And so I think, I think we're so short sighted on one hand but we think we're going to live forever or we're going to live till we're 80. We can do that later. We can dot, dot, dot. When really, God's saying, I have such a blessing for you. Just follow me daily. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm asking. And guys, we, we are the poster children mm-hmm. for doing it wrong. Um, and I'm okay with that because our mess is our message. And it's, it's a really about figuring it out daily and having god show you where your weakness is um and like i said i i can think of uh, every one of them every guy i've ever dealt with there's no way this will ever work out really god made the stars in the universe but yet he can't handle your problem mm-hmm. Hmm, that seems odd he can handle everything else but your problem because your problem's too big for <laughs> god and I can remember thinking it. That's the reason why I, I don't mind saying it because I thought the same thing. I, we were right in the midst of the beginning. Um, I had paid for a trip to Jamaica and Susan had come home and had said, i got to tell you everything. I've got to tell you everything that happened. And afterwards, I, I called the counselor and I said... I just wasted like $5,000 because this trip's in a month, and there's no way that we can make this work and go. And, you know, in my head, everything I knew, I, I just thought the relationship's over. It's gone, and God can't do anything. And he said, just trust me. God's got a plan. It'll be one of the best vacations you've ever been on. And I'm like, you're crazy. You're crazy. There, there's no way. And guess what? It was one of the best vacations mm-hmm. we've ever been on because God was involved. God was moving. It wasn't because I did anything or she did anything. God was healing us in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. And so I, it's kind of one of those things, guys. When When you are to the point that you're desperate down and out and there's no hope, Um, you're applying to God, his ability to Mm -hmm. help you. And that's not the case. So we're, and I agree with Susan that the, what she said in the beginning is phenomenal because it really is based off of our amount of faith in what can happen. We really put God in a box. Say, okay, God, this is a little too big for you. I'll have to handle it. There's no hope. You know, when that's, that is so unbiblical. I mean, just so unbiblical.
1: Well, and I would just, as we're starting to kind of close up, say, you know, if you don't really know who God is, so you, your perception of him really is based off of very little, um, the only way to get to know him is to talk to him and to be in his word. Um, be in his word. There are so many stories and so many just golden nuggets of who he is and what he can do and how much he loves you. And re, I guess be in his word to refocus what your perception is because if you don't see him as a loving kind father who is capable of doing anything and is in control of the universe then your perception is not correct and you need to retrain yourself reintroduce yourself to who he is he wants only the best for you he loves you unconditionally like no other relationship you've ever had on this side of a face of the earth so um I just wanted to if you if you don't have a perception of God, the way to get one and to know who He really is is to be in His word and talk to him and let him speak to you.
0: And if you're a Christian that's hung up, that it's going nowhere, which we've both been there, so there's nothing I understand completely. Um, it starts with surrender mm-hmm. daily, daily. Uh, sometimes, you know, when we were going through our stuff, I gave her to God and literally it was like 10 times a minute I'd have to give her back. And that's surrender. And uh, surrender is where he changes who you are. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not willing to surrender it, then you're really in control. And good luck. That's really kind of all I got. Because right. that's what we did for decades is try to stay in control, try to see how it would work out. We never, or very rarely, unless it was in a really crisis moment, said God, it's yours. Handle it. I can't do it. And you know, when we did that, that is when life changed. That is when God changed, was through surrender. Not because we did anything magical. It was that we surrendered control and then honestly you did it every 10 minutes every five minutes every two minutes every minute i mean it depends on what is going on and and that's the thing is guys i just want to encourage you that god is faithful yes um we screw it up and then we blame god for not doing it right mm-hmm. and that's that's uh, really the moral of the story so what else you got
1: Just um, each day, ask yourself in the morning, is today going to be self-centered or is it going to be God-centered?
0: Amen. Okay, well, you guys have a great week. We love you and uh, we hope only the best for you. And we really want you to chase Jesus. Mm -hmm. Amen.